Welcome back, listeners, to a brand new episode of The New Standard. And my name is Lance Williams, and I'm joining you after a Steelers victory. That's right, a Steelers victory. And typically, I would have my partner in crime to my left, Neil Kulong, but because of the Sunday night game and the hour that it is in Minnesota, it is pretty late for Neil, so I'm going to go solo. But again, you know, maybe the good luck charm is me going solo or one of us going solo on Sundays as the Steelers have now jumped to two and one with a very nice road victory after a short week, 23-18 against the rival Los Angeles slash Vegas slash Oakland Raiders. But before we hop into the program, want to send a big shout out Birthday shout out to the greatest Steeler of all time, Mean Joe Green, number 75, my favorite Steeler. And again, if you want to participate in the program, go to YouTube and do a search for the new standard. Also do a search for the new standard and Lance Williams. And also do a new a search, excuse me, for the new standard and Neil Kulong. Also, you can find the show, however you get your podcast, do a search for the new standard as well and join us via podcast. Thank you for everybody who's hopped on live with us. I see the numbers going up. You guys might be uh, trying to see the uh, post-game press conference with Mike Tomlin. And the title of this particular program is It's Our Job to Entertain These Guys. Now, I say that, and this is to Double H's point, why do we need to make these victories so close? Because it's entertaining, Double. Come on, Double H. It's entertaining. And it's our job or their job to entertain us guys. And you can't say that, you know, a close game is not entertaining. Uh, One thing I do want to say, and I don't like to harp on officiating, uh, but I thought the officiating was terrible in this game. I thought the uh, personal foul call on Minka Fitzpatrick was very uh, ticky-tack. I thought it was a bad call. What's up to my guy, Kenneth McNair Jr.? What's up, my brother? Uh, I, 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 you know, I thought it was a bad call. Big up to VC. Isn't it, isn't it more entertaining, VC, though, when you almost have a heart attack every game? They can't make it easy. And the reason they can't make it easy, VC, is because It's never easy when you're the number one team in the AFC North. And, you know, I think after that first game, what we witnessed, you know, them getting their head beat in by the San Francisco 49ers, that we might not be saying that this team would be two and one at this point. In fact, at the start of the year, I thought they'd be four and oh, I thought they'd beat the Niners, but you know, they get a win next week against Houston and quiet has kept their three and one. And depending on what happens tomorrow night with the Bengals, you could have a Bengals team that's 0 and three trying to get their first win. And I think what we saw from the Cleveland Browns and the Ravens this weekend is that, uh, that Browns team is tough. Deshaun Watson played a very good game this Sunday. Uh, that Browns defense is very tough. Um, to Mel's point, um, but but here's the thing: before I get to Mel's point, and I and I want to I don't want to highlight that. Um, 
is that it, it it's very hard. And, and we'll jump to Mr. Tummy's comment about the 70 to 20. And it's very hard to win games in the National Football League. And to that point, I, I want to point out uh, Mel's comment uh, about uh, Pickens getting lined up. And I thought that was, I mean, that call, that was another call that I thought was a little suspect, although it was called against Pickens. But you make that play, you probably score a touchdown on that drive. It's the little things in games that get you beat and get you victories. And big up to Felicia. What's up, Fee? Fee is getting her tickets. Uh, She got her tickets for the Houston game. I see you, Felicia. So you know, Felicia, if they do not win the game, who gets the blame? But the one thing I think you saw when you saw this game is I think Matt Canada, and and I'm not saying this because of the results. Uh, I'm saying this because of how Kenny Pickett played in the game. Uh, Kenny Pickett has some rough patches in this game like he's had in the first two. But I think what you saw in this game, which was a little different than the first two games, is I think Matt Canada was able to find a sequence of play calls that really got Kenny Pickett into a rhythm. The touchdown throw rolling to his left, to throw that to the corner of the end zone to Fryermuth for the touchdown, that's an in-your-rhythm confidence throw rolling opposite your strong hand. That's a great play right there. And I thought they got into a nice rhythm and a nice sequence of play calls in that third quarter. And and I want to point out, you know, the sequence uh, that I'm talking about, it, it was a sequence where they converted first downs on each first down throw. And as I pull it up, that that's the most uh, – I think that's the best sequence of offense that you've seen from the Steelers this year. It was a Steelers drive in the third quarter at 7-15. Kenny Pickett short pass to George Pickens for 17 yards. Bang. And, and great throw by Kenny Pickett to Calvin Austin. Fantastic throw. You know that uh, the corner can't run. That's one of his issues, um, and they really got him there. So on the first down, bang, they hit – Pickens for 17. First and 10, Pittsburgh 36. Warren runs for four yards. Second and six, pass short to Warren, bang, 16 yards. Short throw, great yards after the catch. Sets up a first and 10, Vegas 44. Kenny Pickett, bang, another 14 yards. The fire move, he's in a nice rhythm. He's playing with some confidence. They find a matchup with Friermuth against Diablo that seems to be working. Next call, first and 10, Las Vegas, 30. Bang, Najee Harris, 17-yard run. Next play, first and 10, Las Vegas, 13. Bang, fire move to the corner of the end zone, Kenny Pickett. Best sequence of play calls, best sequence of offensive performance from this Pittsburgh Steeler unit. And I want to see more of this. And I think when I'm looking at this Steeler offense, is and the Steeler offense ran 27 plays for 138 yards on first down. They averaged about five yards per play on first down, which is not bad. It sets you up in some second and manageables. But what's bad in those 27 plays, they had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of those plays for zero yards. They had another 
uh, one, two, three, four plays. So seven of those add another four plays, 11 of those plays for negative yards. The reason why they had so many yards on first down was that sequence where they got the 14, 17, and the 13. I think when you look at this offense, they've got to be better on first down. I think first down is killing them because when you look on third down, they were 10. They had, uh, I'm just looking at it real quick, 16 third down attempts. Of that, they had seven of those attempts were third and longs, and another four of those were third and mids. That's a lot. That is very difficult on an offense to be successful when it is consistently in third and mid or longer. And the reason why you're in third and mid or longer is because you've got to do better on first down. And I think as they do better on first down, you will see this offense improve. In fact, in the first quarter on first down, they had a play of five yards, four yards, and they had three consecutive plays of zero yards. And they had one for 14 and one for zero very early in the second quarter. You cannot game plan and come out in the first quarter, first and second quarter, and your one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, your first seven first downs get zero yards on four of them. They've got to do a little bit better than that if they want to play a little bit better and a little bit more consistent on offense. But it was good to see Kenny Pickett get in, not the best game. It was good to give Kenny Pickett, get him into a rhythm and get him playing some good football. But let me jump to this point by Mel. And big up to Pops, big up to Mel. My dad said it at the end of the game that the player of the game was Percy Harvin. <laughs> Percy Harvin has punted his fanny off the last two games i think last game he punted seven times for close to 300 yards and in this game he was also very good as well uh he punted the ball six times for 323 yards for an average of 53.8 for a net of 46.5 that punt he did at the end of the game was very critical in setting up the much maligned levi wallace to get his second interception who I thought played pretty well. Uh, and big up the Steeler freak. Uh, uh, sorry, Presley, not Percy. Excuse me. I apologize. My great-great-grandfather's name was Percy. And so that's why I say Percy instead of Presley. 27 Sin City, Noah K. You guys are correct. It is Presley, not Percy. Although... Me calling him Percy is a sign of endearment and big up to Steelers freak. Lance is throwing those analytics at us. He knows his numbers. But to be a successful offense, uh, you've got to limit your third downs. And you, you've got to be a little more explosive, a little more consistent uh, on, on first down. And thank you, 27 City. You good, big bro. You good, big bro. Thank you. Thank you. So if I call him Percy this year, hopefully I won't have to mention the punter's name too often this year, because that's one thing you do notice. Is that the Steelers are they still are punting a lot. I mean, they punted 14 times in the last two games. I mean, that's a lot of punts, but we are seeing some improvement as a team. They ran for 100 yards. 
They ran it 31 times for 105 yards. Najee ran it 19 times for 65. Jalen Warren, eight times for 29 yards. Between the two, they averaged about three and a half yards a carry. Not great. However, it's an improvement. It, it, it's baby steps. In terms of their run defense, the Raiders only ran it 19 times for 69. Much improved. As opposed to you compare how this run defense played against the Browns and the concern of this run defense now that Cameron Hayward is out. But you go to Kenny Pickett's numbers, 16 to 28, 235, 108.5 passer rating, no interceptions through the two touchdowns. This is getting back to the Kenny that we saw in preseason. And I'm glad Kenny had this bounce back game because this is a long season. Confidence can ebb and flow, but it was nice seeing Kitty play some solid football and, and be a, a major component of the Steelers getting this victory. In terms of pass defense, Jimmy Garafalo threw it 44 times, 28 completions, 324 yards. I think a lot of that was due to the amount of attempts was sacked four times through three picks. Only had a rating of 72.5. And in the pregame, when we broke down this game, me and Neil, you know, my rhyme or my Nipsey Russellism that I used to try to break down the game was, if you want to have a nice day, you've got to stop Deontay. Well, he was targeted 20 times, had 13 receptions for 172. Two touchdowns and a long of 32. I can't necessarily say they stopped Deontay, but they did enough. I mean, Deontay Adams, uh, Devontae, and I, again, I'm messing up names. It's Devontae, not Deontay. Uh, it, hey, man, I'm sorry. Those syllables and those verbs, they all mix together. I'm going to just call him Mr. Adams because when you have a game where you get 13 receptions for 172 yards and two touchdowns, I'm going to just call you Mr. Adams. Mr. Adams did his thing, but they limited the damage. They pretty much put this game into the hands of Devontae Adams, and they kind of dared Jimmy Garofalo to beat him. I mean, Jimmy Garofalo is not a bad quarterback, but Jimmy Garofalo is a trailer. I mean, he's a trailer. I mean, he gets pulled along. He needs superior playmakers for them to win. And so that's what it is. Jimmy's going to get you butt so far. Um, and he's going to need his guys to take him over to promised land. And they weren't able to do it. Although Devontae Adams, Mr. Adams, played an excellent ball game and had some great numbers. I think what else, what else stood out? was the six targets to George Pickens. I would like to see George Pickens get more targets. Um, Robinson got four targets, had four catches, 24 yards. Friermuth, um had four targets, had three catches. I'd like to see Friermuth and Pickens get more targets. I'd like to see Pickens' number of targets around nine to ten. But he had a good game, four catches, 75 yards. Very good yards after catch, 18.8 yards per catch average Calvin Austin I think Calvin Austin has warranted more targets as well got targeted six times two receptions of course he had the long reception of 72 yards for the touchdown big game by him got two passing touchdowns out of the passing game 
so I think what we saw out of this offense is that it's building. It, 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 it's building. This is going to be a slow build. But I think if you take a look at this offense tonight and you, you got a little something there. You know, the offense was 6 of 15 on third down, 40%. That's solid. The offense got 333 net yards. That's solid for them. We're not talking about Miami, who put a 70-piece. Can you get – is that a, is there such thing as a seven-piece chicken dinner with a biscuit and some coleslaw and some lemonade? They went to Kentucky Fried Chicken or Popeye's and ordered a seven-piece. I didn't know you could get a seven-piece. I didn't realize in a pro football game you could get beat by 50 and score 20. That Anyway, let me not – let me let, it's okay. It, it, let me not – uh, get on that, but you look at the Steelers, they average 5.6 yards per play. That's not great, but for them, and we have to talk about in context of them, that's not great, but it's better. They're building this offense, and there were reports that Matt Canada was going to do some more exclusive work with Kenny Pickens. Um, Kenny Pickett, why am I saying that? That's going to be the hardest thing for me this year. Pickens and Pickens. I just called him Kenny Pickens. But it's Kenny Pickett. But if Pickett can pick Pickens, then we can pick up some wins. Anyway, I just try to throw that rhyme out of Peter Piper Pick Pepper, but Rum Rock Rhymes. Humpty Dumpty fell down. That's his hard time. Uh, well, you know, sometimes I always have to take it to hip hop, you know, but a seven piece special with swag. Sauce. Yes, you're right, Mel, but I should just say KP and GP. That's almost like a rap group, KP and GP. Hoo-ha! It, 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 you know, I always got to throw hip-hop into it. Pick up Grayson with the seven-piece special. Uh, Steeler Freak said uh, the Miami head coach was called Lunch Money in high school. He is taking out his frustration on the big kids now. <laughs> that's cold they called it lunch money because <laughs> they because they took his lunch money i mean i mean he's a weird looking guy but uh yeah yeah and to mr tummy it's tricky to rock a rhyme to rock a rhyme that's right on time it's tricky here we go anyway i probably could have quoted every run dmc lyric from back in the day i had run dmc posters everything on my wall uh back in the day but when you look at it yards per play um, and, and you're looking at the Steelers. You always have to look at the Steelers stats in context of them, right? Not in the framework of teams that are really good offensively. I mean, the Steelers, because we're talking about yards per play, right? And the Steelers average a little over five. So when you look at yards per play, as you can guess, Miami's number one in the National Football League is 7.3 followed by Minnesota at 6.3, San Francisco at 6.0, Detroit at 5.9, and Kansas City at 5.8. Now, for the Steelers in this game, to average what they did per play, 5.6, that is very good for them. That is what you want to see. That's what you're seeing, that the offense is on the uptick. Now, if they could get the first down offense better, then we're cooking with gas. 
if you can eliminate the negative plays and the no yardage plays on first down, and if you could run it a bit better on first down, then you're cooking with gas. Because the thing that stands out in this particular game by the Steelers is the 7.9 yards per pass play, the average gain. That, that, that is something you can work with. That is absolutely something you can work with. They've got to, I think, address pass protection. I think Kenny was under a lot of duress. they got to get that right. But I think you saw in this game, on a short week, traveling out to Vegas in a, in a, in a week where the offense was much maligned and fairly ripped, fairly ripped you saw that they put together a cohesive plan and in spots in this game they got very good execution to win this game in terms of time of possession it was about even 30.03 seconds to 29 minutes and 57 seconds so it was about even there another thing that you would like to see go up for the Steelers is red zone efficiency they were one of one but you want more red zone attempts. I mean, there was a game, I think, I forget who played today. Uh, might have been Buffalo. I can't remember who it was. And they had six red zone trips in the game. Now, six red zone trips in a game is a tremendous amount. But you, you've got to start getting more attempts uh, than one. So what I want to see, and one thing I want to point out, and, um, you know, I wish I had Neil on the show. Um, the Steelers started going to duo exclusively in the run game. Duo meaning you're getting two offensive linemen setting a double team block on a guy on the inside. Probably your three technique, your two eye guy. Somewhere along the line of scrimmage, you're getting a duo block. You're getting a double team block. And they started going to a lot of duo and they started getting rid of uh, some of the outside outside zone stuff. And that looked like it was starting to work a little bit more and better in the second half. Um, but, I mean, after that start in that first game, I mean, I, I think a lot of us were ready to jump off, uh, <laughs> were ready to jump off the boat. Uh, no, Steelers freak, you were the backup singer for the T two live crew. Hence the fact you have freak in your name. Yes. I mean, you, you've, you know, <laughs> but like Mel said, first place in the division with a lot of meat on the bone, a ton of meat on the bone. I, I mean, I, I mean, a ton of meat on the bone. I mean, there's so much meat on the bone when you look at this Steeler team. You know, there's leftovers. This is a team that's two and one that is averaging 4.3 yards per play, which is 30th of the National Football League. So when you come out, and that's largely due to the first and second games, but when you come out and you have a ball game on the road, and I know it's the Raiders, but it's still – NFL opponent and you go out and average 5.6 it's on the uptick and I know we don't like Matt Canada Maple Matt solid game by Maple Matt solid game by Maple Matt got Kenny Pickett into a rhythm into a comfort zone and Kenny looked confident 
can he look confident in this game? Had some adversity early, but he looked confident throughout. You know, it's a four-quarter game, and, and, and he stuck to it. And, you know, I, I think, again, as a sequence that I pointed out in the third quarter, you know, I think Matt Canada got to a successful sequence of plays. Hopefully they can start putting that together a little bit more. On a defensive side of football, you know, it's kind of a bend, not break game. Uh, you know, they let uh, Mr. Adams, D.A., do his thing, but nobody else really hurt him. And they really did a great job of choking off the run game. And I have to look at the All-22 in the next couple of days, but it looked like they were a lot more gap sound. Their gap integrity was a lot better. And, you know, it looked like they could possibly survive, uh, you know, without Cam Hayward. There's a guy I want to point out outside of T.J. Watt who was fantastic once again. T.J. Watt has got to be one of the best defensive ball players in the league. That's easy, you know, if not the best. Uh, T.J. Watt played another fantastic game. Uh, two tackles, two combined sacks, two tackles for losses, three quarterback hits. But I want to point out the Rook. I want to point out the Rook. Benton played very well in this game. He is very disruptive. I've seen him use that swim move over and over to collect his first sack. Another rookie I want to point out, we know Calvin Austin had the big play and the big catch to, to score the touchdown. But, but, but PZ Jr., I, I thought PZ Jr. was solid as well because late in that game, when if the Raiders score a touchdown, they could get a two-point conversion and tie the game. They put Joey Porter Jr. in one-on-one -on -one coverage to the boundary against Devontae Adams. Now, and he held up. And he held up. That's tough. And <clears throat> that's confidence that your coaching staff has in you or hubris, or I guess, I mean, uh, but he held up, and that's only good, because I think what you want, and the optimum thing you can get out of this secondary is, the sooner he can start, the sooner you can start limiting, and big up to Patrick Peterson, adding on to his Hall of Fame resume with another interception, I think you can limit his snaps and play him in specialized positions, but I think the team is progressing nicely. I think the defense is solid enough to keep them in games to where, you know, if they're not playing an elite team like the 49ers, I think there's an opportunity, particularly coming up with this Houston Texans game, where they can play defense well enough to have Canada and Pickett find something in a game like that against the Houston Texans. I'm very encouraged by what I saw. And let me jump into some of your comments because there's a lot of comments out there. Robert Cotting, big up to you. Levi Wallace steps up. Ollie Howard, Species. Yes, I like Benton. Benton is playing his butt off. Um, and Grayson, I think you're right. 95 is a stud. He's already a stud. Um, but I think Steelers freak, I, I think and this is where I got to get on you, freak. I got a good on you, freak. And the freaks do come out at night. Uh, you can't be this spoiled, freak. You know, I, freak said, call me impatient, but I want to win against a tier one team. Freak, what if they had lost this game? I mean, you would have killed them. You would have killed them had they lost this game. And, and, and I, wins are wins. 
and, and like like the headline of the last team of the last show, excuse me, was you know we're not gonna we're not gonna apologize for winning games. Win the games, just win the games. Win and correct. Win and move to next week and continue to get better. This is a long journey. You got fourteen more weeks of this. Win this game. Go on the road. Let your young quarterback who made a 16-17 start gain some confidence and after getting beat up and not playing well. Uh, he comes back and plays a solid game, not the greatest, but a solid game. You know, we don't apologize for winning. Style points don't matter. And whoever you beat, you beat. You don't get two wins for beating a tier one team. It doesn't matter. It's week three. Tier one teams are all the teams that got two wins or three wins. So lump the Steelers into a tier one team. So don't worry about tier one and who you're beating and just beat everybody. And then it ain't a problem. Right? Because if they go out and get beat by the Texans, you're going to say, why they could, why couldn't they beat a tier three team? So don't worry about the tier one or any of that. Just get wins. And yes, Benton is looking good. And so what are Mr. Tummy right here? I wish uh, they ran the ball a little bit less with Najee Harris up the middle. Yeah, of course. Uh, Najee's interesting. Najee has never run away from a hit that he didn't like. And Grayson said Collinsworth called out the duo and said it felt like the OG Steelers. Yeah, they, they went to duo. You could really see it. Uh, they did a good job, I thought, in pointing it out, but you could really see Duo. And if you want to try to identify D Duo, look at the guards. Look at the guards. Uh, I thought Mason Cole played a decent game, had some rough spots. But Siamalu, just look at Siamalu and see what he's doing. And you can pretty much identify Duo pretty quickly. Duo is very easy to do. Um, it, it's not hard to teach. It's, it's something that you can go back to if you need to in a pinch. Uh, I would agree with Charlie why I think I do want to see some more JPJ Jr. But what, what, what we're seeing, though, is he is showing up in those moments and playing good ball. Uh, overall, I thought it was a great win for the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, a great win after a really bad week where a win felt like a loss. Um, but to Mr. Tummy's point, before we get out of here, uh, Averaging 25 or 27 points per game this year, up from 18 is a reasonable goal in my book. That's a big jump. And we talked about that extensively on the show. I mean, going from 18 to 27 is a touchdown increase. And that, that that's very difficult. That's very difficult to do. If this team were to jump from 18 last year to about 23, and then in a couple years after that, jump to 27, Great, but for them to jump to 27 a game, uh, you know, uh, that that would be tough. And again, freak, you can't be indifferent about wins. I don't know what the expectation is, you know, that that I don't, I don't know what the expectation is. Uh, you know, I mean, they're getting wins, they're two and one. Uh, you know. It's improving. I saw improvement tonight in a win. And if you play solid football next week against a rookie quarterback in Houston, you're three and one at the four game mark. I can't complain much about that. But with that, I want to thank everybody for hopping on the program. Steelers jump to two 
and one first in the AFC North. Again, if you want to find a show, do a search for YouTube and do a search for the new standard and Lance Williams, and you can find the program again. Want to send a big old happy birthday to the greatest stealer of all time, number 75, Mean Joe Green. Big up to all of you. And like Mel said, a W is a W is a W, period. And with that, we're going to conclude the show. And as always, tune in, tell a friend, and subscribe, and see you on Wednesday.